This is Active Lehigh Valley on 88.1 WDIY, Lehigh Valley Public Radio. Good evening and welcome to Active Lehigh Valley, the program that keeps our audience informed about all the fun, healthy things to do in and around the Lehigh Valley. Active Lehigh Valley is generously supported by our friends at the St. Luke's University Health Network. I'm your host, Greg Caponia. This evening, we're going to take a look at the Pocono Mountains and ways to stay active and healthy while visiting the Poconos. I would like to welcome Chris Barrett, the president of the Pocono Mountains Visitors Bureau. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for having me. Appreciate appreciate it. Thanks for coming down. Chris, how long have you been at the Visitors Bureau? Uh, since 2017, but I'm originally from Hazleton, so I knew of the Poconos, knew what it was, and it's just a great, great place to visit and be and live. Do you have a favorite season? All of them. I, I love the fall, I should say, probably more than anything. The fall is becoming such a huge season. In the Poconos, a lot of destinations will say, oh, we're a four-season destination. You can do anything at any time. But the Poconos truly is a four-season destination. There's something to do in the winter, spring, summer, and fall. It's a great place to be. You know, the show Active Lehigh Valley is encouraging people to get out and be active and, you know, maybe get your steps in or do your jog or have some fun or whatever. And um, the last time I went to Jim Thorpe hmm. to just walk around, and, and I go there often, but the last time I went, I rolled up over 10,000 steps, which was about five miles, just poking my head into all the shops and walking along the railroad tracks and, and visiting all the, the different things in that area. Now, of course, everybody knows about Jim Thorpe and Stroudsburg, but can you talk about some of the other uh, little towns up there that are fun to visit and walk around? Sure. Just a quick word to about Jim Thorpe. You know, you said you, you racked up 10,000 steps in no time flat. And the reason is because it's such a great experience. You don't realize. You don't think about it. No. And it that's great. You know, the time melts away. The steps melt away. It's easy to do. The DNL trail, which you were probably on, runs through it. Right. Runs through part of the town. So it's a really, really cool experience. And you mentioned Stroudsburg, East Stroudsburg, which are great. But some of my favorites are, are Milford, Holly, and Honesdale. They're just picture postcard, hallmark movie small towns that are really neat to have cool experiences, and especially Honesdale and Holly kind of have that city vibe. Yeah, all the cool things you can do in Philly and New York are now kind of coming our way without the hustle and bustle and all the other things that you have in a city. You have the experience, but not all the bad parts. You have the great parts of those experiences because a lot of folks are moving from Philly and New York to the Poconos, either to their second vacation homes or making it permanent. And now since we all can work remotely, they're working for companies in the city or wherever, but living in the Poconos. Yeah, why not have that view? It's gorgeous. There's no question. I grew up in the Midwest. And growing up in the Midwest and watching TV, we used to watch the the Lucy show. <laughs> and Lucy would always talk to Ricky about going to the Poconos. <laughs> and our vision of the Poconos were these uh, hot tubs and, and uh, in resorts. Things have changed quite a bit, haven't they? Because we have a lot of people in New York and New Jersey who listen to us. Oh, it's, cha- oh, it's changed dramatically. We still have some of those legacy experiences. There are three resorts that were open during that time period in the 60s and 70s when it was the honeymoon capital of the world. So there still are some. But 
right now, I kind of look at us as being the indoor water park capital of the world. So we have the largest indoor water park in the United States in the Poconos, Kalahari. Well, I should say there's they own one in Texas. It's slightly bigger, but definitely on the East Coast, it's the largest indoor water park. And we have four indoor water parks. And at Camelback, for instance, you can be skiing on a Friday night in 20-degree weather, stay overnight, wake up Saturday morning, and go into an 84-degree controlled indoor environment water park and spend a whole weekend there in the Poconos. So the diversity of experience and all the things that you can do since the 50s, 60s, and 70s has just changed dramatically. So I didn't know that there were that many water parks. I knew that there were water parks in the area, but what types of, are the pools and slides? Can you explain a little bit about what, sure. what someone might experience at one of these water parks? Sure. So they, there are varying sizes and there are various attractions within the water parks. But the, the, the things that really you'll find in almost every one is it is a controlled temperature. It's over 80 degrees. The humidity is controlled. And it's basically like you're at the beach with a f- roof on top of you. So if it's 5 degrees outside or it's 105, the temperature within the water parks are 84 degrees. And they're wave pools. They're slides. They're lazy really? rivers that traverse the whole inside of the resorts. And also, too, there are food and beverage experiences in those that you can take advantage of as well. Or if you don't want to be in the water park environment, they have some really high-level food service options in all of the resorts that you can take a family there, you can have something really quick to eat, or you can have a sit-down dining experience. So it's a really self-contained weekend you know, that's pretty convenient. And the lodging experiences are, are very high quality, too, in all of them. Give us your web address for your visit to Poconos. So we actually encourage our guests to do two things. Visit us at PoconoMountains.com, but we also operate our own television network, the Pocono Television Network at PoconoTelevision.com. We're on about 12 different cable systems. We're over the air in Philadelphia on WDPN 2.8. In this market, we're on Service Electric, and the other cable system is S. I always always forget. I knew what the old name of it was, but we have a fixed channel position there. Or you could just go to PoconoMountains.com and Pocono Television Network is there as well. We're also on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. We're at we're in a couple of networks, and it's a 365-24-7. We look at every aspect of the Pocono Mountains and give our guests an inside look at how to enjoy it to the best of their ability and how to plan that vacation. So we've been doing that now since 2018. And you can access this via the internet sure, uh, for at, our listeners who are out of town or out of state. Sure, at PoconoTelevision.com or PoconoMountains.com. And also, too, we have 36 webcams that are located at our website at PoconoMountains.com that you can actually look at ski conditions in real time, some of our rivers in real time, uh, and inside our indoor water parks in real time. So, And we're adding more cameras all the time. You can view them. You could just, if you want to see what it looks like at Camelback, there's Camelback Resort, there are three cams that are live all the time. And you could just take a look, whether it's the outdoor water park, the indoor water park, or the ski resort itself. 
you know, our friends at St. Luke's are trying to encourage people to be active and have fun and be healthy. I got to believe that if you're at those water parks, uh, you're going to climb a lot of stairs and go up to the where the slides are. So you yes. probably get not only get your steps in, but you get a little vertical climb uh, going there. You could be climbing three stories because they have height, <laughs> right, right? Right. So you're walking around the water park all the time. And and St. Luke's, we have a great relationship with them. Love love the folks at St. Luke's. They're a great health system. We partner with them. They're they're just they're great people. But also too. Besides the water parks, and you talked about Jim Thorpe and other small towns, uh-huh. we have a ton of state and federal parks that have really very low impact hiking. You know, you want to walk along a river, you want to walk in the DNL Trail, very low impact. And then some of them are very high impact and in everything in between. And you can bike at those state and federal parks, Boulder Field and Carbon County. There are just so many things to do outside as well, in addition to all the indoor activities. And then skiing, of course, snowshoeing, all those types of things, even rafting, right? So you you, you can do the two rivers, either the Lehigh or the Delaware, and you can either do it in a very low-impact way because they do have some runs that are very low-impact or very high-impact. Let's talk about skiing. You know, of course, the weather hasn't always cooperated <laughs> with us, but it's important to point out that it's pretty easy to make some snow. And, you're, and, and when we're in the lower uh, climate areas, up in the Poconos, there's, it's, it's chilly up there, so it's they're making snow. You're right. It's interesting. We're about, what, 30, 40 miles away from each other, but yeah. it's just interesting that the snow-making ability, and they, they term it as the snowball. There's a whole pretty hefty uh, signs around it, which is kind of really interesting when you peel the onion layers back. But um, they can make snow, and the equipment is very highly advanced. And depending upon the weather and humidity, they can make a very large volume of snow very quickly. And again, all they need is colder weather. It doesn't necessarily have to snow. Mm-hmm. And also, too, a lot, all of our resorts really have been investing in this new capability because they want it to be environmentally friendly, of course, because you're pulling water out of the environment and then returning it. So there's an eye also on that from the environmental aspects of it. But then also just to be able to create snow and have everybody enjoy that is another big piece of it. And all of our resorts have invested tens of millions of dollars in snowmaking equipment, in lifts. Uh, Camelback, Jack Frost, and Big Boulder have just invested in high-speed lifts. So there's six-person lifts that can get you to the top of the mountain to access trails much more quickly than what they used to. And all of our resorts just install those. The only thing is we didn't have a lot of snow, so there weren't as many trails open. But the downhill part is still in for snowboarding. Right. The ta- Yes, and snowboarding is really really become incredibly popular in addition to skiing. So we see a lot of folks snowboarding. And then I always say to people, well, I don't like to ski and snowboard. What could I do? Well, tubing, you know, is very, very easy to do. It's very low impact. Anybody could do it. It's a lot of fun. All of our resorts have a Blue Mountain, Camelback. All of them have it. In fact, Blue Mountain, I think, has the largest outdoor tubing park in the United States. That's pretty cool. And it's very easy to do. And it's very low impact, very low impact. So a lot of people think about, okay, now I've got this tube. How do I, how do I get up to the top of the hill so that I magic can come carpet. down? Magic carpet. Explain what that is. So there's a magic carpet that's... I'm trying to encourage people to, to, that are my age, <laughs> all low the folks impact. out there, to, to get out there and, uh, and experience this because it's a lot of fun. Explain the magic carpet. Which I'm there with you 
But because, like, you know, if you have grandchildren and you're sure. like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Well, the staff at all these resorts, they're incredibly helpful. And even if you want to learn to ski, their folks have been doing it for generations and they do it for the love of the sport. So they're, they're absolutely the best folks to show you how to ski. But in tubing, for instance, there's a magic carpet that looks just like an escalator, except there's a belt that you just step on. With the tube. With the tube. And, and it brings you right up to the top of the area. Then they set you and send you off. So it's very, very easy to do. And it's very low impact. And if you want to bring the grandkids or kids or whoever you're bringing, very, very easy to do. Very easy to corral everybody. And you can enjoy being around a ski resort because a lot of them have like the open fire pits. You can get cocoa. You can do things. It's just, it's really a very, very cool experience. And it's great for a family. It's fun. It is. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Talk about the uh, ownership of the resorts. There's been a bit of a shift, hasn't there? Yes. So they were most. Some of them? Yes, they were mostly owned. There are still one or two that are, are family owned. Sure. But one of our two of our resorts have just been acquired by KSL, and KSL has been an amazing company. They've brought a ton of capital in. They installed the new snow guns. They installed new lifts at both uh, Blue Mountain and Camelback. And at Camelback, they upgraded all of the room amenities, the food service, the indoor water park. So they've done an amazing job to really reinvest back into the property, both properties, Camelback and Blue Mountain. Jack Frost and Big Boulder were purchased by Vail Resorts. They installed more snowmaking equipment, and they also installed new high-speed lifts. So there's been really a great investment in our industry within the Poconos, probably over the last three years, three to five years. And for instance, Kalahari, kind of shifting a little bit to indoor water parks, that was a $700 million investment. So in assets, probably over the last 10 to 15 years, we've had 2 to $3 billion invested in the Poconos in attractions, ski resorts, and it was a really, really welcomed upgrade, you know, from what from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So it's kind of really reshaped the whole product and remade the whole product. So when you go after an economic development plan like this, is it very difficult to sell the idea of, of investment in the Poconos, or was this easier than, than people might have thought? Well, I think the real plus are... First of all, the natural beauty of the area, you, you can't reproduce that. That's number one, right? Right. But number two is the fact that we're located so close to major population centers, New York and Philadelphia. As you know, being a media yourself, Philadelphia is the number four media market. New York is number one. And that's based upon population. Yeah. So we, on Long Island alone, there are eight million people on Long Island. So a lot of them want to get out of the city. And now with the news that we could be getting passenger rail service returned through Amtrak. We're just thrilled that we're able to have folks now who don't have transportation work in the city all have access to visit the Poconos. For our friends who are sitting around and not seeing a lot of snow right now, how much snow can they actually make? Can you talk up a little bit about how the snowmaking process works? Sure. So talking to Camelback Gebsite, it's interesting that you asked. They were using 6,000 gallons of water a minute to produce snow, and that's inches of snow within an hour to two hours. 6,000 gallons. A minute with all their snow guns on all the mountains to create snow. So it's inches per hour that they can actually create. And as long as when it's being created, they're getting a good bed of snow, 10 to 20 inches, then 
It can be replenished. It was great that we had natural snow last weekend. We had 10 to 12 inches. But, you know, we did have some rain. So that but that base it. still stays in spite of the it rain. Does. It, it does. It does change. But if now I guess we're getting next two to three days are a little bit warmer, but then we return back to cold weather for about a week. So they'll make snow every night and sometimes during the day. Trails that aren't open They'll make snow on during the day, and at night when they close, they'll continue to make snow on all the existing trails to get them to be a little bit more, you know, to build up a little bit more of a base in case we get another warm weather or a rain stretch. So when you talk about trails, can you cross-country ski on these trails, or is... These are mostly all downhill. Mostly downhill. Now, they do have smaller trails that have less elevation, and there are some folks who do cross-country skiing, which is a whole nother uh, snowshoeing and cross-country skiing are, are a whole nother areas. And, of course, snowmobiling, all those kind of things. And some of our resorts have that. They have snowmobiles, but they're mostly to service their own, you know, the, the trails. Yeah. But we do see some people snowshoeing on the flat areas at resorts and cross-country skiing. So you could learn basically how to handle skis and stand on them because that's a whole nother it is. Area, how do I stand on a ski? And safety is key. So everybody's concentrating on the safety aspects of skiing. And and then, of course, learning all that and then actually attempting it at the same time. I don't know if I know, can think of a better exercise in cross-country skiing. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's it's good. Actually, just getting it standing up on the skis, that's good exercise, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think when you make that commitment and you actually go through with it, some folks actually really kind of fall in love with the sport. And I know a lot of folks that plan their days and weeks around runs at Camelback and everywhere else. And um, they just, they love to ski. And it's just a great way to meet folks, to have fun, and to keep in shape. Yeah, you can see, see some wildlife out there, too. Oh, it's, I mean, oh, yeah, a lot of deer, a lot of deer, uh, fox, all those kind of things, and it's just, it just really, really neat to be outdoors. We have a lot of eagles up in the Poconos, too. So every once in a while, you'll see an eagle fly over, which is kind of cool. Let's talk about some of the, the eating choices. Mm. Uh, Everybody loves those. Well, you can, you can, you can still be healthy and, uh, and enjoy your food while you're in the Poconos, can't you? That, that's a good point. We have a lot of, not only with the resorts, but independently owned restaurants. You know, there's a lot of farm-to-table there's a lot of concentration on developing those kind of things. Woodlock is one that comes to mind. Also, Mountain View Vineyard is another one that comes to mind. They actually plant a lot of herbs and produce on their own properties, then harvest them and use them into farm-to-table dishes. And they're, they're, they're good. And then, of course, Pocono Organics, right next to Pocono Raceway, they plant and, and harvest everything. So everything is farm-to-table. So if you're really conscious of what you're eating and you know, you don't want the processed foods, you don't want the, the additives yeah. and Pocono Organics and a lot of our places are the coolest places to go. In fact, I just ate at Pocono Organics not too long ago and there was a stew that they made from all the vegetables that were, were grown right on their property. It, it was delicious. I, I couldn't believe how good it was. It's a great, great, great place to eat. And they're all on our website at PoconoMountains.com. We try to put as much of the, uh, and you know, they're always changing menus and all those types of things, but we try to keep up with that. So when a guest comes on, they decide they're going to ski or do whatever it is. Okay, what's the next thing is usually, is there, are there beverage choices? We have a pretty great beverage trail, but then also what are the 
the choices. I, I want to do something now. Well, here you go. Everything you want is right on the website. Let's talk about the wineries and the beverage trail. The beverage trail encompasses wineries, distilleries, and breweries. And we have a number of them up in the Poconos. They're, they're good. And a lot of them, they're all using well water that, you know, they're artisanal wells that have been sunk that at Barley Creek, the owner there told me that they really formed like during the glacial periods. So it's really kind of cool. The quality of the water there is different. And that's probably why some of the distilled products, the wines and the beers have like really like a great taste. And that's also on our website too, our beverage trail. And of course, we encourage everybody to be safe when they're they're consuming, do all those kind of things. But it kind of gives you the route to be able to visit those places. And it's actually gamified. You can go to our website, download a beverage trail app. Each one of the stops has some type of offer, some type of discount. And then you could enter to get rewards for traversing the trail. And it's really great to meet the people because those are all the entrepreneurs are a lot of times. You'll know a lot of those folks have been there for decades for the love of it. They've developed great products like Barley Creek, Well and Pulpack Brewery, Mountain View, they're, they're 3M's winery. The folks are just amazing. And you can go to a vineyard and actually talk to the owners. Right. When I've been to these places, the interesting thing is they want to really talk about the product that they are proud of. Yes, absolutely. And, and they will share how to make, how they, what their process is, and then you can sample the, the things that they have, which is really pretty cool because you get to learn about how the family decided to get out of doing whatever they were doing and and got into this get into the vineyard business and it's for the love of it it's for love of the product they they've really made bonds with a lot of folks now who are like family to them uh the food quality is amazing at wall and paul pack barley creek mountain view and there are many of them three hammers the food quality is amazing i i just have constantly amazed when I stopped there and we talked to the folks, oh, why don't you try this? This is new. And it's just, it's top shelf. They're very proud of their products. Yeah, they are. And and, and that really kind of speaks for itself. So you'll never have a bad meal or a bad product. It's just a great, great. And they're always looking for ways to entertain and get families involved and all those types of things. And they're really successful at it. So if you're having fun uh, or want to have fun in the wintertime, uh, don't forget about all the food choices. There's also some some ethnic food in that area that's that I think is pretty unique. Interesting. Thanks for asking that. I almost forgot. We we've had a lot of Latino folks who have moved from the Poconos from New York and Philadelphia, and they have brought their cuisine with them. Emilio's is one that comes to mind. Good, good guy. He actually came from South America. Mm-hmm. He came to the United States. He didn't speak English. He learned how to speak English. He opened his business, and amazing amazing food and it's the real deal and we've had a number of those folks who've moved into the Poconos and opened businesses and brought that cuisine with them Uh, and we also have a lot of Italian restaurants that these folks have come from Italy mementos they came from Italy directly the chef is Italian so and the food is just it's amazing it's it's top shelf I've noticed there's not big city pricing either. Prices are pretty good. Uh, That's very helpful. And it's in, you know a lot of the resorts and especially the, the smaller businesses, they realize that it's a little bit tougher now with, unfortunately, the inflationary pressures. So they try to be as 
easy as they can on the guests because they look for the long term. They want the guests to revisit and really enjoy the Poconos and come back. And that happens. You know, a lot of our businesses, resorts, as well as our smaller businesses and towns, they're folks who are have been visiting for generations. They bring their kids back and their grandkids, which is kind of amazing to see. And the older you get, the more difficult it is to stabilize your weight. So <laughs> what, what, what my wife and I like to do when we go to the smaller towns in the Poconos is, is, is we walk from restaurant to restaurant, but we eat appetizers. Hmm. So we'll oh, sample an appetizer and uh, maybe alternate a, an adult beverage with a diet soda or something, but we stay active. You have and, to have and, a strategy. And we'll walk around. Yeah, it's our strategy. And uh, we had to learn this. You know, when we were younger, we probably uh, consumed a little more food and everything else. It's de- but, 25 versus 60. It's two different things. But but you can do this and really have fun and walk around. That's I think that's the big deal in 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 you can look it up in the sky and see the hills and, and everything that's out there. especially honesdale and holly yeah milford i i love milford milford's a town you could easily do what you what you had just described but honesdale is is amazing and there are so many of those smaller businesses that you can walk down main streets and and visit the owners and and, yeah. and, and talk to them directly and there's a in honesdale too there are a lot of retail shops that are completely unique, and I've never seen them anywhere before. Mod Main is one, for instance. It's so well merchandised. It's clean. You can go in there and find almost anything that, and I'm not a, you know, yeah. men or choppers, right? But I, <laughs> I would go in there and like, wow, this is really unique and interesting. And there are a lot of those experiences, you know, not only the food service side, but the retail side of it as well. I think it's interesting because we have a lot of people who listen to us in the major metropolitan areas to the east of us. You you need to come to the Poconos because you're so close. And when you're going to be traveling, uh, whether it be early in the morning or later in the evening, it's only an hour and 45 minutes or an hour and a half from New York or Philadelphia. And man, you are out of town. It's really cool the way it works. It's crazy, too. We have a lot of folks that visit us from Baltimore, Washington, Pittsburgh, as well as New York and Philadelphia, because it's a, it's a fairly easy drive. All roadways lead there, and it's and it's a nice drive. So we have a lot of folks that visit us from major cities and uh, and out west as well. You'd be, you'd be surprised. So uh, last thing I want to ask you about, Chris, is uh, this paintball thing. Is it- <laughs> yeah, we, we have one of the largest outdoor paintball areas near Jim Thorpe. Um, and the folks who own a rafting business there, which is does really well rafting, biking, and then they do outdoor paintball. That's Actually, I did it once or twice. for We did it for our network. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And you can get a ton of exercise doing that very quickly. I've done it. I've run from paintballs. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we have a number of them throughout the Poconos. And, and it's just, a, again, on our website, you can find it. But it's just a great, great thing to do. Chris, we only have about a minute left. Talk to our people locally and uh, who listen to us on the web about why, make your final pitch here, come, come, uh, and, and why, it's, why it's healthy, healthy and, and fun. Because of the diversity, there are so many things to do in the Poconos. You talked about your strategy, 
it's very, very easy to come up with a strategy, visit, have a great time, and then come back again. So you can't get everything done in one day, number one. But number two, we absolutely, truly have something to interest everyone in a family. And we just, we love it. And with our television network at PoconoTelevision.com, you can view it before you come here. And we try to give you all the little jewels and all and kind of unique things to do that you can plan before you come here. And we hope that that gets folks to see the breadth of it and understand why we're so excited about it. It's affordable family activity. There you go. And uh, if you want to stay active, get some exercise and feel like you've accomplished something and and feel good and have a lot of fun, check out the Pocono Mountain area. Chris Barrett, the president of the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau. We'd like to thank you for coming on today to Actively High Valley. Thanks so much for having me. It was so much fun like to remind our listeners that you are listening to Active Lehigh Valley, a program generously supported by our friends at the St. Luke's University Health Network. I'm your host, Greg Caponia. You are listening to WDIY on 88.1 FM and streaming online at WDIY.org or get that WDIY app. It's free and these shows are archived. Thanks again and have a great evening. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.